This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Guys, episode 13. We're gonna talk a little bit about the struggles of the Mets starting rotation. Um, we're gonna talk about how the Yankees are doing, how the Cardinals are doing, you know how we're doing it here. Um, we're going to do our parlays, we're going to do our guest at player, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the whole Liam Hendricks story, because beautiful story. Anyways, roll the music. Baseball fans around the world, Ballpark Beef's back for another episode, another week of baseball in the books. More baseball to talk about for the boys. I got Jimmy and Nicholas here with me. Fellas, how was your week? Another fantastic week, you know? How are you guys? Could be better. Could be worse, <laughs> I guess. Um, I Honestly, you know, the Yankees um, haven't been playing terrible. So, I mean, not a bad week, you know? It was, it was a fun week, I guess you could say. Memorial Day weekend, you know? Had a good time. Decent time. And, uh, yeah, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, so let's fucking go. This guy gets to do everything. <laughs> you feel me? A little um, tranquilizer, kid? You sound a little a little uh, gloomy today. I'll pick you me? up. Yeah, you. You're just, like, very uh, even-keeled. All right. You, you want me to get hyped? Well, all very, right. So I'm, I'm, energy. I'm saving it because um, Nick was talking hella shit. We, we were down the shore last uh, yesterday. And this dude was just talking hella spicy shit about his freaking boots team. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. So uh, don't worry, it'll it'll pick up the energy. And um, yeah, so let's talk about our teams a bit. Get a little week recap. And uh, who wants to go first? Because uh, I'm not going first. Yeah, well, let's hear about those shitty Mets. Yikes. Sure you want to do that? Yeah. We got uh, two series losses. We um, lost to the Cubs two out of three. Uh, we lost two out of three to the Rockies as well. And we're playing the Phillies right now winning one nothing. We suck. Terrible road trip. Um, just absolutely not playing very well at all. Um, Pete Alonso hits tanks. Francisco Alvarez is him. He is the newest him to the Himmy collection. Um, and, and aside from them two, then we really got nothing else going for us right now. Uh, Pete Alonso leading the league with 20 tanks, um, hitting 241. You know, it's it's Pete Alonso. He hits tanks and he doesn't hit too high of an average. Um, Francisco Alvarez with a pair of three run homers to give us uh, a little bit of life in some of these games, but otherwise we uh, we lost some good ones. Jing's um, been struggling. Uh, Max Scherzer had a good game. Justin Verlander imploded on himself. Uh, we got Kodai Senga tonight. It was a consistent pitcher and. Uh, yeah, you know we're just we're just kind of trudging along. Yeah, your bullpen bullpen had a rough week this week, huh? Yeah, the bullpen sucks too, man. Like uh, we outside had, of outside of Robertson, your bullpen's just awful. Yeah, I mean we're throwing we're throwing triple or quadruple A pitchers every game, really. I mean we don't have enough bullpen arms. 
Diaz injury really killed us because if we had the trio of Diaz, Robertson, and Ottavino kind of leading that bullpen with Drew Smith mixed in there, um, might have been a different story. Um, you know, we got a couple of a couple of topics to talk about later today. I think uh, maybe one of them closers we're going to discuss later might be a good Mets addition. But yeah. you know, we'll play it by ear. Um, we're just kind of staying afloat in the NL East. We're hit. We're at five hundred right now, or maybe one game under. Um, not not looking the best. Third of the way through the season, definitely underwhelming. I I feel like um, the Mets' main issue is you can't really trust your relievers right now. Outside of Robertson, because Robertson's been fantastic for you guys. Don't even don't even cut the problem in half. It's the entire pitching staff, man. Like we yeah. can't get we can't get good outings from McGill. Um, from you know we we like we had uh, Quintana just been sidelined the whole year. Um, Carrasco's up and down. Had a good start. Didn't have a good start. Then has another good start. It's just like it's too spotty. Our team ERA, I think, is north of five. It just doesn't it doesn't get it done. You know, our offense is good enough to compete we don't rip the cover off the ball. You know, we get on base. Um, you know, our young guys step up and hit Alonzo will hit Francisco Lindor, you know, doing his thing. But when it comes to pitching. Like that's the entirety of our problem. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's crazy to think, I think Kodai Sanga is a very important piece of your rotation. Uh, and I, I, I appreciate how he pitches cause he goes out there and he, he, he battles. He really does battle. Um, and it's just weird that he's kind of on like a six to seven day kind of rest. So I like I just don't know. I feel like the Mets starting rotation is really make or break right now. And that's kind of scary to me, at least. I mean, it, the Yankees is very similar. Yeah, I mean, when you when you can't guarantee that you're going to get six quality innings um, every day because, you know, when you do, you're 12-0 and 0 like the Mets are or whatever the record is when they get a quality start. It's just absurd. If they get good starting pitching, like, the game is ours. I mean, when we don't get good starting pitching, you know, we hand it to a bullpen that also gives up runs, and we could just never climb out the hole. You know, we're, we're down 3 nothing after the first inning because of the three-run jack we give up. And we're just fighting up uphill from there. So, you know, it uh, seems like the story of the Mets year has been, you know, Falling behind, trying to catch up, you know, succeeding sometimes, but not often. And, you know, if that's the story of the year, then we're going to be uh, 81 and 81, and we're going to be at home in October. So that's that. <laughs> now, that would be crazy. After all that money spent and you don't, you're not playing in October, that would be a fail of a season. Super. Yeah, fun. I mean... Who like what the heck could we do next year? I mean, this could be a whole topic of another episode. Like, what yeah. could we do to rebuild the starting pitching and and pitching in general for our team? Like, we'd have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, just like we have. Like, we our, our positional depth is great. You know, mm-hmm. we made a couple of signings the first year. We had Kanye, we had Escobar, we had uh, Marte. I know I'm taking a lot of time, but those three guys were, I think, in my opinion, good signings. But, you know, what happens after their contracts are up? Right? Like, we have good good positional players behind them. Yeah. We have Alex Ramirez. We have in the in the minors. We have um, you know the three guys Vientos, Beatty, and Alvarez. Um, you know we have Mauricio to fill in the gaps. So we have a good core positional group of players. We just need pitching, man. Yeah, It'll be the story yeah. of the Mets' life for you the next five years. Both. Yeah, you guys I are just like us. Yeah, I I mean we can roll over to the Cardinals now, but the Mets, I think their whole season is gonna is gonna. S- Think if starting pitching doesn't start to pick up because you gotta go, you gotta go more innings because your relievers aren't shoving right now. 
Yeah. So, I mean, if we take it over from the Cardinals' perspective, you know, the last uh, last two series, we split with the Reds and we lose to the Guardians. Um, this is kind of the opposite of what the Cardinals have been having this year. Um, this past seven days, you know, our starters give us quality starts, um, and then we give it over to the bullpen, and the, the eighth or ninth inning in the bullpen kind of just gives it away. Uh, two games against the Guardians, we lose 4-3, I think, on two walk-offs. Um, Wilson Contreras still isn't isn't playing to how, you know, he is. He's, um, what is he hitting? He's hitting 063 in the last week, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, Nolan Gorman slowed down. Tommy Edmonds slowed down. Paul Goldschmidt, you know, still doing his thing, hitting 304, three home runs, three RBIs. I mean, offensively, within the past week, the Cardinals' offense wasn't what it normally is, but it gave us chances to win games. Um, the hardest thing to watch for the Cardinals this year is they just don't know how to win games, you know? Every game is either we're scoring seven runs and losing or we're giving up four runs and losing. It's never one dominant thing, you know? So, um, like Jimmy said, I mean, the pitching also for the Mets and the Cardinals, you know, that's something that they need to look forward um, either at the trade deadline or looking into next year. I think, I mean, you know how – hitting is when it comes to MLB. You know, your team's hot for a little bit, then sometimes it goes cold. I'm not really too worried about our hitting, but our pitching and bullpen definitely have to get better. Yeah. I mean, it, your team's not going to go far if the pitching stays the same. I'm sorry. It's just I no. mean, there's no don't need to be sorry, bro. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Yankees, because I, I wanted to already talk about this whole Cardinals-Yankees thing, and We'll save that for a little later because you uh, you were on one yesterday. Let me just tell you that. Fucking on one. Anyways, Aaron Judge is the best baseball player in baseball right now. And none of you can argue that. None of Period. you. Period. Period. He is the best. Okay? The man is just... He just hits with ease. Ease. Sorry. If you guys ha- like, do you guys watch him hit the ball? It's just beautiful. It's like because no, he makes me mad. He's so good at baseball. <laughs> and then he's robbing home runs like he's not six seven. I mean, the dude does it all. He does it all. He's he is. I am so happy he did not become a giant. I am so happy because without Aaron Judge right now, the Yankees would not be the where they are. That's that's it. I think your Judge record would probably be reversed. Possibly, yeah. I mean, you know what's, you know what's crazy? I, I like just looking at the sheer size of Aaron Judge next to players is just—it's kind of comical. Yeah, um, I think it, I think it was Tatis that gave a hard uh, return back to first base and shook up Rizzo. And Rizzo mm-hmm. was hurt for a little bit. I think he hit him in the head or something like that this yeah, week. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and like Judge came in from right or center wherever he plays these days because it doesn't matter. He's just a beast in both. Yeah. Um. He came in. He was just standing next to the players. And he was just massive. Like yeah. it's just. It seems like it, it seems like like Nerf basketball for us is yeah. what he's doing on a. You know what I mean? Like the small yeah. basketball. Like he's the, the game's so small to him. Yeah. It, and it's crazy because um, he's he's doing this and he missed ten games already. He's at seventeen home runs. 17 home runs. He's catching up to the home run leader right now, by the way. Hey man, I'm something. milking this week. I'm milking this week of him being the leader still. I don't know how long it's going to last. I saw something earlier today that said Aaron Judge is still, uh, he's on the same pace as he was last year. Yeah. And this year he's 10 games like less. 
Yeah. I mean, I, there's no way he hits 62 again. If he does, he's just cracked. Like, he's, he's just, he figured it out, essentially. But let me talk a little bit of the Yankees and stop, you know, get off judges' meat for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Yankees have been playing decent baseball. 7-3 um, in our last 10. Won a series against the Padres. Um, we are playing the Mariners right now. We kicked up on them last night. Judge had two dingers. Um, and, you know, we're, we're playing above average of baseball. Um, pitching's doing all right. It does not help that we still have not have gotten Rodon back. Uh, I think Nestor's all messed up with this pitch clock, so Jimmy's regression alert was correct in the beginning of the year. I, I just don't think he can play those mind games like he used to be able to because it's, it's quicker now. Um, but, yeah, I think for what we've been dealt with the injuries, we've been playing well. Um, especially regarding our starting rotation. Sevy came back, he pitched well. Bader got hurt last night, and that's twice this year. That kind of sucks. Um, it's it's only supposed to be a, a few-day thing um, with a possible IL stint, but um, hopefully not. Um, but yeah, I mean, Volpe's struggling. There you go, I'll finally say it. Volpe is struggling. He's batting under 200, or at 200. And it's you know we're we're playing playing decent playing decent baseball. I mean guys are contributing. Glaber looks really good. Um, Rizzo got hurt. And it was look it was looked like it was a pickoff or something like that, and he smashed his neck into um, Tatis's leg or something like that. Um, Stinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the Yankees don't look bad. Um, John Carlos starting his rehab. He should be back within a week or two. Donaldson, unfortunately, is going to be back soon. And Tommy Canley. So we're getting some reinforcements. And I think as much as John Carlos Stanton has fallen off, I think he still is like a big piece to our lineup. And I'm excited to have him back. So yeah. All, all good on the... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. You finish your thought. No, yeah. All, all good on the Yankee side right now. I was just going to say about John Carlo, like, he, um, he may not like... 20 or he may hit 220 whatever um but that doesn't matter because what he does is he provides like support in that lineup for judge if him him hitting behind judge you could pitch around him but then you're going to run into john carlos stanton with ducks on the pond yeah and and then you know he could run into one and then there's a three nothing lead you know what i mean like the the the, john carlos stanton in that lineup is more valuable than just his stats in my opinion so it's going to be a big addition back for you I agree. I agree because you know it's it's kind of like another judge. I mean, he doesn't hit the average like Judge does, but if you hang something, he's gonna hit it far. Gonna hit Very. it one six one sixteen off the bat, miles per hour, and four fifty dead center. Yeah, he, he's gonna hit it far. So it's exciting to get him back. Donaldson, on the other hand, I could, I I wish they would have gave him the Ellsbury treatment and he just disappeared. <laughs> but we all know the Els- what happened with Jacoby Ellsbury and the Yankees. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we Nick Nick can't run into one four fifty dead center though. That's for sure. Absolutely not. Nah, only if you throw it down the middle though. No, no shot. Um, but all right, let's let's head into our topics now. So, the how we got these topics, right? Me and Nick, we were we were down the shore yesterday. We were coming home. Nick was a little turned up. I was driving, and he was talking his shit. So I was like, you know what? Save it. Save it for today. So that's what we did. We saved it for today. So the first dumb topic Nick came up with was that the Cardinals are a better offensive team than New York Yankees. Absolutely. Um, I I honestly don't even need to look at stats to 
to argue this. Like, it's just not possible. How? You're, explain. Okay. Since it's your topic, explain. How are the Cardinals a better offensive team than the Yankees? Go ahead. Because if you're looking at the stats and okay. not just the record, the Cardinals literally have, like, almost everything better than the Yankees. They have, like, a better average. They have more runs. All that. Yes, the Yankees are winning more games than the Cardinals this year, but I still think offensively, I would take the St. Louis Cardinals nine batters over the New York Yankees nine batters. I'm sorry, bro. It, that I would take Judge over your whole freaking lineup. Okay, but you only have one through five hitters. Your six through nine are absolute dog shit. Bro, your team is under 500. I'm not looking at from a record perspective. Offense creates wins. Oh, I got a question. Who's your six through nine? Yeah, for real. Ours? Yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals. Let's see. We have... um, Traeris? No, he actually bats higher for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the six to nine category because he needs to be there. Yeah. Um, We have Tommy Edmund bats ninth. We have, uh, let's see, Brandon Donovan, Alec Burleson, Paul DeYoung, Tyler O'Neill. That was like one through five. No, because none you have of, none Nolan, of them. Goldschmidt. They're hitting over 240. Lars. Okay, but if you also look at the Yankees, none of them are barely hitting over 200, 629. We have like three guys. You hurt. have IKF, Volpe, and Oswald Cabrera. Three trash cans. Mm. Mm, that's true. Six through nine definitely goes to the Cardinals, despite them still being mid. Right. Six through nine, fine. Six through nine, right. I don't give a shit. Three through five. Uh, three through five. Yankees all day. So three through five. Three through five is, I believe it's uh, Arenado, Goldschmidt, and either Contreras or Nor- or Gorman. Yeah. So you got the Yankees with Judge. Um. Rizzo. Rizzo. And Glaber Torres. I'm pretty sure Glaber leads off. I'm just saying, like... In You're a, just trying in, to put your best three hitters in the in the 3-4-5 category. Well, because <laughs> Boone freaking hits Judge second, so our 3-2-5 doesn't really matter. Uh, all right, yeah, I guess. So. so that's a little unfair. Yeah, I mean, like, our 3-2-5 would be different because Glaber literally leads off or LeMahieu leads off and then Judge hits second. So it's I, I'm going our three two five three two five is usually your best hitters. That's how it's always isn't, been. Isn't Bader lead off? Okay, so if you're doing that, it's it's going Judge Rizzo and who's the third? Glaber, you want? B- Glaber Bader. I don't get. I don't care. Either or. Arenado is right. I like Knicks. I, well, my three this year would be Nolan Gorman, Nolan Arenado, and Goldschmidt. Yeah, if Arenado's on, I like Knicks. and. Yes, Judge is the best hitter out of those six players, but for three hitters back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, I'm also taking my team. Fine. That's fine. You're still under 500, so I could care less, honestly. I don't understand like why you always have to go to the record when I literally said the record doesn't matter. Offense creates wins. Pitching also creates not. wins. Pitching always beats good hitting. It doesn't matter how many runs you score. You could always give up more. Okay, fine. Your your lineup's better than mine. You can have those bragging rights. I mean, someone's I don't, a little, I don't someone's see a little it. salty, bro. I don't see it because <laughs> uh, my team's over 500 and your team's not, but 
Put you your, also put have your... like one less ERA than my pitching staff, like per right. game. Your, take your judge glasses off and uh, and see the lineup for what it is. All right, you don't have to be the best at everything. You can admit sometimes when the Yankees are better than other teams at other things. Okay, that's fine. You're also playing against worse teams. Oh my, this guy has an excuse for are, everything. Are you not? Are you not playing against worse teams? Are you not playing against worse pitchers? Is that my fault that we're not in the same division Nothing as you? Nothing is your fault. Nothing is. I'm not saying it's your fault. But, but you but have off- an excuse for everything. But offensively, oh who are God, who's yeah. who are you hitting against? Okay, bro, you got it, bro. Because Tell I, me. Bo, we're in the NL. Obviously, the NL is easier than the AL. We're still doing better. We played you last year, swept you, dumbass. Last year, oh my god! I you know you want to keep going there. I'll keep going backwards. You know what's crazy? We made it to ALCS, and where the fuck did you go? We ended oh. the season the same time you did. Yeah, we were Hooked. home. We were all home. We weren't in the World Series. Hooked. Oh and three last year. Oh and three. You got smoked by the Astros. I don't want to hear this it. Dude has NL... an excuse for everything. No. Someone with eighty-five wins is going to be the three seed in the NL. The NL is dog shit. Okay. Here, here comes twenty-seven. Ready? He's he's going to start. He's going to start going to twenty-seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to twenty-seven. I'm not going to twenty-seven. This guy's going to go back to nineteen forty. Yeah, this beef crazy right now because I'm tired of this kid, Nick, <laughs> thinking his Cardinals are so freaking good. Time when, out, time out. You're the head, hard-headed guy with your team being so good. My team is pretty good right now. Yeah, they were pretty good last year, and how'd that end up? Pretty home. Well, we're Pretty we, much home. We we faced our kryptonite, the fucking Astros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Any yeah. other team, I'm taking us. Astros, they scare me. Oh, All right, bro. Let's let's see Original. what happens at the end of this year. And then let's hear this other shit topic you have, because if the car, the Cardinals are not a better team than the Mets. I'm sorry, bro. It's just not. No, no, absolutely not. Why not? Why not? Yeah, let me hear because their record is better than theirs. No, pitching, starting pitching. Okay, number one. As bad quality, as the- quality of starting pitchers, not the stats. Yes. Quality, yes. Quality of starting. Yeah, pitch. I mean, we, uh, we all know that the uh, Mets have a better starting rotation than the Cardinals. Quality of young, young players. Young players are pretty close. Young both players, some good, impactful young players. Um, I think we, the Mets I'm lineup gonna... is deeper. Say that again. Yeah, the Mets have a deeper lineup. I wasn't going to touch the uh, I mean, the I guess, but Alonzo versus uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt debate again. I'm not touching that, we're, we're that not topic. Because yeah. Yeah. We, we win that one easily. I got roasted. But the the Mets are a better team than the Cardinals. So if the records were switched, would you be say, also say the same thing? Because they're only three games better than the Cardinals. That's a good question, Nick. This bozo think a little bit instead of just reverting to 27. All right, the Mets are 27 and 27, and the Cardinals are like 24 and 30. Okay, let me explain this, right? Starting pitching, Mets. Relief pitching, Mets. Lineup. I'll give the lineup a draw. We'll mark it up as a draw. So so my my question is, how do you pick? I understand that both of our teams pitching is terrible. But yes. you said earlier in the episode that the Mets bullpen, all they have 
is Robertson. How are you picking better than the Cardinals? The Cardinals bullpen is is a mess. Listen, I mean, it's about as bad as the uh, as the Mets. No, no, the Cardinals bullpen is a mess. So one person makes the whole bullpen better. I mean, you know, I literally said everyone on the Mets bullpen was terrible except Robertson. Hold up, one of the best relievers this year. Um, I'm not saying he's not good, you know, but I don't think one player makes like your bullpen way better than mine. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not that their bullpen is complete dog shit, right? It's just not championship material right now. And things could change. We're going to talk about that a little bit, maybe. But you're fucking half your bullpen has over a four ERA. Okay. Like okay. they have a better bullpen. I mean, I think it's pretty even. All right. Well, that I think you you know your team sucks, so that's that. Okay. All right, bro. All right. Sure. Now, speaking of sucking, we could talk about what we can do for our teams not to suck. So you know, end of May, about what do you say, uh, third of the way through the season. Exactly third. Exactly a third. So let's talk a little bit about some additions. Maybe we can make at the deadline. Um, just like positions, we don't have to really get into players unless you guys want to. Um, I brought up earlier, um, maybe the car, the Mets going after a reliever by the name of Roldis Chapman. He somehow learned how to pitch again. I mean, maybe he can be a high leverage guy for you guys. Who knows? But I don't think that's a bad, I, I think that's a very buy low, high reward type of guy. If it works out, you never know. Well, if we're not in first place by the deadline, then we got to buy low with high reward because we're not getting rid of our prospects if we're a mid-team come August. Yeah. Like, we'd be stupid to. I mean, the GM yeah. should be fired at that point. Yeah. I mean, last year, your trade deadline last year was just disastrous. I mean, I don't know what the hell Epler was on last year, but to add Vogelbach, Darren Ruff and Michael Givens, who's not even on the team anymore. Well, Ruff's not on the team, but Michael no, no. Givens, dude, that is that that might have been one of the worst deadlines for um a hundred um, wins, hundred win season. Exactly, a hundred win team. I've seen. It has to be better this year. It has to be. That's just kudos to like the team being able to win last year. Like the team yeah. found a way to win even without. Yeah the help and reinforcements and shit like that. Like, but then again, like who was on the market to really make a difference for us? Like we needed to add role players. We didn't need a star. We didn't need to make a move for a a high leverage reliever. We needed Mm -hmm. a depth reliever because we had the high leverage guys. We had Adovino, we had Diaz, Diaz having a career year, you know, no positional needs. We had Nimmo, we had, you know, having a career year, Pete Alonso absolutely tearing it up. No, and Nimmo's absolutely living up to this contract, by the way. Yeah, just tell you that. What do we need? Himmo, for sure. What do we need? We need pitching. I mean, as simple as that. We need to find some out-of-contention aces, literally an ace to trade with years of control. But then that's going to cost us a Ronnie Mauricio. It's going to cost us an Alex Ramirez. And we can't afford to trade those people. So to me, if we're 500 near there, if we're a couple games over, if if we're like 10 games back in the East... I'm punting, bro. I'm sorry. Punting. I'm not parting yeah. with Mauricio. I'm not parting with the three guys that are at the major league level. I'm not parting with Alex Ramirez. The only person that's a good prospect that I'd part with is Parada, the catcher. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I think he's expendable. Yeah. I mean, you have Alvarez, and if Alvarez, you know, keeps it up, there's no need for him. He's expendable. Yeah, I mean, what a what a catching combo. If you know, Parada, I mean, yeah. yeah, has success in the major league level. Francisco Alvarez continues his success. Um, what a catching tandem. But you know, for now, I don't know. I I'm, I'm punting if we're close to 500. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the Mets, like, because the thing is, right, the Mets, as as much as we say, they are an old, like, your rotation's old. You don't have any um, prospects starting pitching that are like, they're the next, you know, shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. You don't have that. So for you to have almost three older guys making over 15, what is Cookie Carrasco making, like 15 mil? Probably. Yeah, somewhere around there. Like it, it's going to be hard to rebuild that. So I think like there's going to be some moves you guys need to make if you're not contending at the deadline. And I think that's dumping contracts and getting whatever you can for it. Mm-hmm. But, I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll be sellers, but I would definitely stand pat. Yeah, I mean for the Yankees, it's a left fielder. We we don't have a solid left fielder. Now this this is going to sound crazy, but. I think um, if there's any blockbuster move to, move to be made is Juan Soto to the Yankees this offseason. Mark my words. Um, they're not giving Peraza a chance for some reason, and I think he's a very good prospect, and I think he'll be a very good major league player. And we have Jason Dominguez. He may or may not be up this year. Um, he's he's starting to pick it up a little bit. And I think we have prospects to trade away for Soto, so pay attention, guys. Maybe. Soto traded again. <laughs> and you afford him though. That's the that's the issue. I mean You got Stanton, you got Judge, you got because they're making twenty five, thirty million plus. You got does Rizzo did Rizzo sign a multi year? Yeah, he's two years thirty two mil, so sixteen. Do you do you like Bader? Because you won't have Bader if you if you get Soto. I mean I love Bader, but he's just okay. hurt too much. He's hurt way too much. Yeah, I mean, but the, you, I mean, that's a that's a hard sell because you have to sign the player you get. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not telling anyone that we're gonna get Otani anymore because in the off season, sure, we could afford him, but yeah. we can't trade for Otani. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, we just. Need, I think we need a left fielder. We need a solid left fielder, and maybe a good left-handed bat like a Jock Peterson, someone who could come in, DH play a little outfield and hit taters from the left side of the plate. I think Jock Peterson would be a pretty nice ad for the Yankees in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's what the Yankees need. And um, I know the Cardinals need a whole lot. So uh, Nick, what do you think they need? Yeah, me personally, I, I'm going for the bullpen. Um, you know, we don't have that, that superstar starter um, within the last like couple weeks, you know, our starters did have settled down to where they're giving up, you know, three, four runs, but they're, they're throwing so many pitches where, you know, the fifth inning comes and they're at 80, 90, 100 pitches. So every game that the Cardinals are playing, our bullpen's throwing at least four innings a game. And, I mean, looking at our bullpen stats this year, we have one bullpen uh, pitcher who has under three ERA. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm the Cardinals, you know, you got to do something to, to get some, some more arms that are going to be consistent in the bullpen in the long run. Yeah, I mean... Bullpens, bullpens win World Series. Yeah, I mean the bullpen just it has developed where it's much more of a bigger part of your team than what it was. Because yeah. you know the playoffs come, 
the playoffs come, you, you could you could throw your number four or five starter out and get you know four or five innings. Now you, you can't really do that. You gotta you have to have depth in the bullpen. I think I think a bullpen is one of the most crucial points of a team during the offseason. Um, the playoffs. Sorry, your bullpen. Yeah. I mean, because what does a manager do when there's a bit of trouble? Like your your ass is on the line. You have to win a game. You got to yeah. go to your pen for a fresh guy. Yeah. Yep. Whether it's your five starter that'll give you two innings every mm-hmm. you know three days or whatever. Wainwright coming out or in in the 2006 NLCS and still butthurt about that. But I mean, just stud. Uh, two innings from your starter, your five starter here or there. Like just it's and and how hype is it when like uh. A Wayno from like the the 2016, or like a Scherzer from the 2019 uh, Dodgers or 2020 Dodgers comes in. It's just so hype when you get the number one ace come in for like yeah. two innings in Game Seven. Like that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, and another thing is the bullpen honestly gets your team to the postseason. It's not they're not just there for the postseason. You know, I mean, look at the Cardinals right now. If we had a good bullpen, we'd, we'd probably have like ten more wins. But our bullpen is shot and we are eight games that. under 500 <laughs> that's cat that's cap and you know it 10 no, more not. wins you're no, st- you need starting pitching bro come on yeah, yeah. we i understand you, that you but need starting pitching mason wins on the move I, listen <laughs> i understand that but the way our offense was this year is we, we we've had many winnable games that the bullpen threw away 10, 10 might be a little high you know but five to ten <laughs> games at least i'm still saying 10 but you know Faces you guys are making, you know, I'll go lower to make you a little happy. All right, all right, buddy. All right, all right. Well, we got a, uh, we got a. Uh, are we? We're not ending it, right? We're we're still going. Let's keep going. Wow, we got our we got we players. Got our, guess the player. Yeah. Guess the player. All right, guys. If you didn't know already, TikTok this for you. We do a guess that player every week. So, all three of us pick a player. Anywhere in the league has to be a, a player still playing. Um, we give a little tidbit about them and we try to guess it. It's pretty fun. So if you want to guess in the chat while we're recording, do that. It's fun. But I'll start us off. All right. Because I usually guess everyone else's. So you guys can guess mine. All right. Um, this player is from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Like that. Uh, he is a Cy Young winner. Got it. Who is it? Neil Contra. Yeah. <laughs> I literally said that in my head, too. <laughs> that was kind of... I think Dominican Republic gave it away, but... It Those were like, probably the I mean, two easiest things that you could have said about him. Yeah. 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 But Jimmy <laughs> loves him, so, I mean, he, he knew that right away. Hate him, he, but love him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's disgusting. Not playing that well this year, but... Gross. He can't pitch against the Mets. The Mets had his number in his Cy Young year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Sandy Alcantara is just like he—he's just like what you want to be as a pitcher from yeah. yesterday, not today, because everyone tries to strike people out, throw gas, whatever. Yeah. Alcantara pitches to contact, like he's a goes complete guy. games, crafty, he's a crafty yeah, pitcher. Just uh, just makes it happen. All right, who's next? Who's next? Let's go with the guy who uh, got it right. Yeah, there you Easy. go. Mine, mine's gonna be uh, a lot more challenging. That's fine. I I went with an easy one. All right, I'll give you similar hints. Okay. Is Venezuelan. Okay. He placed sixth in Cy Young Award winning votes in 2019. He was a member of a different team that year. He played for the Red Sox. 
Uh-huh. He's having a career year this year. Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh! Eduardo Rodriguez. I'm too wow. Good. That was nice. I thought that would be harder. He, um, yeah, like 2.3 ERA, yeah. 2.5 war in 67 innings, 67 Ks, uh, 199 ERA plus for those plus stat lovers. Uh, I'm certainly one of them, but uh, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah. I Once you said uh, Red Sox, I was like, Venezuelan, Eduardo Rodriguez. <laughs> Stud this year. What? Detroit Tigers over overperforming. They're in second place. They are. They are. Well, that division also is kind of terrible. But yeah, well, I mean, the, the Guardians, five games under 500, I wouldn't expect that. No, no. The last White Sox is just terrible. Yeah. Last year, I was saying the Guardians were going to be another, you know, win the division again, but they look pretty bad right now. Yep. All right, Nick. Who looks good? Who? Who looks freaking good? The Rangers, and I'm eating my words on them. Yeah, they look pretty. <laughs> they look scary. They they look like a very scary team. I mean, they have the highest run di- differential in the league, so they're a scary team. Yeah, Eovaldi is him. Somehow. Yeah, somehow, some I hope, way. I hope that's not Nick's player. No, 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 no. My player... So my player is American. Okay. He is currently in the AL. Okay. Has a career war of 34.9. Kind of high. Uh, career batting average of 288. Uh-huh. He's a two-time All-Star and one-time World Series champ. Ooh. I have a guess. Okay. Bree Seager. No. Damn. I was, Much I was 34. Uh, 34.9. 34.9 career war. Not as much as Seager. Damn. Seager has less, I mean. The team he is on is his fourth team of his career. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. He is an infielder. Damn, this is hard. American infielder. 34 division. The American League East. All right. Wasn't even over there. Oh wait, I have a, I have an idea. I don't know if he plays for this team anymore, though. You said he has a, a one ring. One ring. And what? Any other accolades? Um, he was voted. I mean, top ten in MVP in 2016 and 2017. Okay. Okay. Not many accolades. I don't know if this is going to help or not, but he was drafted by the Yankees in 2005. Justin Turner? Yes. Justin Turner was drafted by the Yankees? Yeah. He was on the Mets for a minute. Yep. Yep. Baltimore, the Mets, the Dodgers, and Boston. Yep, Justin Turner. That's his fifth team, then. Baltimore, the Mets, the Dodgers, and Boston. Oh, no, so he didn't play for the... He he got drafted by the Yankees, but never played for them. Yeah. Yeah, he Wait. got drafted in 2005 and made his debut in 2009. Man, the Metropolitans. Like I'm good at this, baby. Good. I'm good. You like that, bro. You like that. I'm him. All right. 
let's talk about our um, money making that we lose money on all the time because Nick can't pick the right damn team. Can we just talk about how you left me out of the bet this time too? Yeah, I, I kind of shafted you. I apologize. Savage, savage. Like, don't even ask me if if I want in. <laughs> I shafted him. <laughs> if you won, I would have been tight. Nick, you're gonna have to bet for us this week. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not going to be in the state, and you're the only one in the state, so you're going to have to bet for us. Yeah, so the update on last week, I picked the Dodgers. Dodgers lost to the Rays 9-3. to um, I believe Jimmy picked the Pirates, correct? Correct. They beat the Mariners 11-6. to And me. Jonathan, you had Miami, correct? Yeah. And Miami beat the Angels 6-2, to so I was the uh, loser again. Yeah, let me let me just shout out a parlay real quick. Um, my boy Luke gave this to me. If anyone wants to tail it, it's uh, Acuna to win NL MVP, Judge to win AL MVP, and Yoshida to win AL Rookie of the Year. Check it out, guys. It's a good little odds there. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty much locks. But uh, you know what? Who's your friend? Who is it? Luke. Luke. Yeah. Luke, uh, just you know, we gotta we gotta let the folks know that you're not an expert. We're not experts, and uh, yeah. you should you should tail at your own risk. Tail at your own risk, but I think it's it's a pretty good bet. So if you guys uh want to win some money, check it out. Um, but let's get into our weekly bets of underdogs because we pick the winners, and we're not gonna make any money. Not like we make money anyways, because Nick shafts us every freaking week. How about this, listeners? What you do is. Pick the opposite of what Nick picks. So if they he picks one team, pick the other team. Okay. There you go. I have I have mine already for Friday. I have to look. So uh, we're gonna do Friday, June second, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Friday, June second. Yep. I am um, taking Luis Castillo and the Mariners over, over John Gray and the Rangers. Texas Rangers. That's pretty good. Wow. Yo, what's the odds in the Mets game? The Mets game is 44% to Toronto and 55 to the Mets. I'm taking Chris Bassett over Justin Verlander. Suck, bro. Yo, folks, <laughs> every, everyone, everyone listening, don't bet because it's just going to lose. With you I'm picking think- that team, Jimmy's not going to send his money this week. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Oh, I was gonna, The Yankees are underdogs. Okay, pick, pick Severino over. I mean, no, uh, no, because you'd like that. Yeah, I would. I'm going with, uh, I don't even know this guy's first name. Dean Kramer and the Orioles over the Giants and Logan Webb. Yeah, definitely. Jake Mullins, I hope he comes back in time. Nah, they got Aaron Hicks now. (laughs) Guys, Aaron Hicks was signed by the Baltimore Orioles, by the way. Ooh, you know what we should add? We should add a fourth leg to that parlay. Hicks with a tank in the Friday game. I'm down. Fuck it. What's up? I'm that. What if he doesn't play though? We won't make that bet. We won't. All right. If he doesn't, if he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get in a bat, it just gets voided. Okay. If he, so, guys, we're gonna add <laughs> Hicks home run. We? Yeah, we're gonna do it. Fuck it. <laughs> a Hicks home run Friday night if he plays. That that's gonna be good. Imagine it hits. That we're definitely lo- we're definitely losing. So again, we're not professionals. So don't yeah. don't tail us this week. For, we're for not real. professionals. Don't tail us this week. And if you do want to tail, pick the opposite team of what Nick picked, because he's usually wrong. 
All right. Well, that's another week, fellas. This was a good episode. The long boy. Long boy. One our one of our longest in a while, but it was just flowing. Sure. Flowing and going. Um, I will I will take us the outro today since you guys uh, have been doing it the past weeks. So, um, guys, thank you for listening. We will be uh, a day late next week, maybe two days late. Um, I'll be away until Tuesday, so won't be able to record next week. But um, we'll have something out either Wednesday or Thursday of next week. But this week is like normal schedule, like clockwork. Wednesday, 4 p.m., we'll be out. Make sure to check us out. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Join the Discord. If you want a T-shirt, let us know. I mean, they're they're post-production at this point. We're going to work on hats, little trucker hats. Those are cool. We'll get those in. Those are in pre-production. Uh, <laughs> but, guys, thank you for listening again. We appreciate all your support. And uh, I hope you all have a wonderful week. And uh, give a hug to someone you love. All right? Peace out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.